Hello and welcome back to Sully Chats. I'm here with my best friend, Rhiannon Abrams. I couldn't be more honored to be here with her on the day, the official day of her launch of her second album, which if you haven't heard her medicine yet, please go check it out. It's on Spotify. I'll put the link in the profile or in the notes. But what I want to share about Rhiannon is that she's a medicine woman a musician, a ceremonialist, and a devotee of Gaia, of cacao, and of truth. Rhiannon, to me, represents truth. She speaks her authentic truth no matter what. And that is why, well, one reason why Michael and I see her as such a powerful ally and family member in our lives. Oh, and there's so much more I could say, but I love you and thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I love you so much. So excited for this. So you just launched your second album and I've been able to witness a bit behind the scenes just of how much you've poured into this and just how much goes into creating something like this. Maybe people don't really, most people probably don't really understand how much goes into it. Um, but before we get into the album, I just want to ask you, growing up, did you see that this, that these days would come? Did you see that you would be a musician, that you would be playing music, singing, you know, like, is this, did you anticipate that this would be your life? Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> not, not in the slightest. I was so painfully shy. Um, but I, I started learning guitar at maybe like 15 and I would only play and sing when no one was home. And then that carried on. Um, you know, that really just, that was how I would sing and play was as long as no one was around. <laughs> so the fact that, um, that this is happening. Yeah, no, I did not see it coming. <laughs> oh my gosh. So good. And so relatable. It's like yeah. when I would play the violin and still to this day, if I was to play the violin, I'd be like, everyone get out of the house so that I can do this. I don't want anyone listening, but here you are. So what shifted for you and when did that shift for you? Hmm. Oh, it was really, really slow, really slow. So just like teeny tiny baby centimeters for years. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was like the little bit of my voice that I would share. It was like somebody would hear and be like, just they would invite me to somehow step into sharing my voice more. Oh, and even just, even just feeling into a, yeah, just every single invitation uh, was absolutely just terrifying. <laughs> so terrifying. Um, and yeah, I would say the biggest turning point was um, when our our brother Adam Rubin was recording his album, and then he 
he was one of my mentors at the time. And so he just knew how much I loved to sing. And he needed a backup singer. So he was like, will you come and do this? And I was just like, wow, that's so amazing. And I um, I was so scared and just being in the studio um, warming up with the producer. So every morning I'd go in and I'd warm up my voice with Ayla, his producer. And Ayla, he is just like this pillar of pure divine creativity. And so within the warm up, songs would come through in the warm ups. And so I went back home and those just, it was like melodies. And so then the melodies, um, yeah, they stayed with me and I would work with them and my channel just tweaked to be able to receive lyrics. So yeah, leading up to that, I would just learn cover songs and play other people's songs that I would wish so much that I would know how to write my own songs, but I just had no idea how. Wow, wow, wow. I have so many chills. I'm remembering that time when you did go um, record with Adam. And when you came back, you said something like along the lines of like, when you were in the studio, you knew that like, this is what you wanted to do for the rest of your life. Like, you're like, that's where I need to be. And that this is what I need to be doing. I don't remember your exact words, but it was something like of that gravity. Mm hmm. And I also will never forget the first time I really heard you sing, which I believe was in 2019 in ceremony in Maui, in the medicine. And you started singing and I just, my jaw was like, what like you were playing the guitar you were singing I just did not realize that that could even come out of you I was just like what is happening I just was stunned from that day on um and I always am and then I remember when your first EP came out again so stunned like I remember sitting there drinking my cacao receiving the album just like crying which happened this morning, but I'll share about that in a minute. And you did this launch party with all, you know, so many of our soul fam. And you shared about each song and the transmission that went with each song and like the story. And it was just so powerful. Um, and I'm just, for me, I'm like that same voice, all those people that encourage you and invite you to sing more and do this more. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Cause it's so potent. Okay. So and then what happened, like, what had you realize, okay, I'm going to go produce my first album, which was in 2020, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, actually, it came out in 2021. Um, but I'm, I was oh, working on it. That's right. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I started working with Ayla um, to, to start learning to receive lyrics. And he, some songs would come in and, and I would be like, how do you know 
which songs are keepers and which songs kind of just like are not like which songs do you record and which songs do you not and he was like you just know (laughs) um so basically uh, about four songs came in and it was just like no these these are meant to to be laid down and you know um released so so we did it and that that whole first album was actually recorded virtually so I set up a little home studio Ayla told me all the equipment to get and then we would just meet on zoom I would send him the files and the whole entire thing was done completely virtually yeah so that's amazing dang Okay, so fast forward all the way up until today, you just launched your first or your second album, and I want to know how are you feeling? How are you feeling about that? What has today been like? What's it been like leading up to that? And also, who have you had to become to launch this album that you launched today? Mm. Um, well, I feel really good. What I'm learning is um, as a creative person, which, um, you know, it's nice to be able to just claim that now. Right. Yeah. So uh, as a creative person, when, um, a creation is wanting to come through, the more (laughs) that it's stuck inside that it's just uncomfortable. Um, and you feel just like backed up. So, Oh, just to get it out feels so liberating and it feels spacious and freeing. So that feels really good. Um, And, oh, leading up to it is always such a roller coaster ride, you know, where you're just like down in the in the contraction and then the expansion and just like the birthing process of contracting, expanding, contracting, expanding. And, um, and who have I had to become? Um, (sighs) I've had to become just more and more of myself. Yeah. Yeah, more and more of my um, of my truest essence, and I've had to claim and own my power rather than giving it away or running from it, hiding from it. Yeah, I love your analogy of the birth process: contracting, expanding, contracting, expanding, as it pertains to creativity. And like you just sharing that was a key for me today because it's like, I'll have a creative idea and then it's so easy to contract because it's like, oh, who am I? All that that would require the money, the time, the energy. What if it sucks? What if no one likes it? What if it loses a lot of money? Like all the, you know, whatever it is, it's just, those are the contractions and that's normal which it's just fear. It's fear. Mm -hmm. But 
um, has there been anything that supported you in this particular birth process? Mm -hmm. <sighs> Cacao. <laughs> As always. <laughs> always. Yeah. Um, for sure. Cacao. Um, and, you know, it's soul family that's closest to me, you know, like being able to call you up or have cacao with you and just say like, I'm terrified and, and have that be received. And then, um, you know, soul fam supporting me and just saying look, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, so just, yeah, the support of, of people who, see me know my heart and know my essence yeah love that well i'm so freaking proud of you this is amazing and i i got to receive your album this morning with cacao and i was singing i was crying i was laughing like all of it my whole heart my body like everything just felt so juicy it reconnected me to myself to my heart to my womb uh, to my dreams and just thank you like thank you thank you thank you for all the money and the time and the effort and the energy you've poured into getting this out in the world with that said I'd love to do something similar to what you did for your first CP you shared about each song the story behind it um, and before you go into each specific song Give us the general overview of this album, which is called In the Arms of the Mother. The album art is incredible. Everyone I've sent it to so far, just like freaking out about the album art right away before even hearing it. Um, so it's beautiful. Tell us the overall yeah, theme, inspiration, and passion behind the album itself. Mm, thank you for all of that. Um huge shout out to Randy Hoyt. I got to just mention her because of the album art. Um, she's like legit a unicorn that spirit magnified me to. <laughs> and um, she lives near me here. And I'm so grateful for that art. It is straight out of my wildest dreams. So um, thank you, Randy. And okay, so the whole overarching theme of the album, I would say is, um, well, it's very feminine, very feminine, um, very earthy, <laughs> and a lot of just nature within it. Um, and but there's some dynamics to it too. It's not just like one tone. Um, so uh, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll start just sharing about each one then. Um, so the first song is Choose Her. Um, gosh, that song is basically, I feel like the message I'm here to share. It's really the, the truth I'm here to embody and continuously step into it over and over and over every freaking day, <laughs> um, which is 
choosing your highest self, like choosing to embody your soul, choosing to um, be your big self instead of stay safe in your small self. Um, And this song has probably one of my favorite stories um, around it. And that is back when I was just really starting to go down my spiritual path, um, I was really confused about which voice was my ego voice, which voice was from my soul, my intuition. And so I started, well, I read the book, Meet Your Soul by Elisa Romeo, um, which I just, it's a great book um, when you're right at that part of your journey. Um, So she she suggests um, soul journaling and So I was really just starting to get into that practice. Um, And I had just went through this really hard breakup. It was excruciating. And and I was soul journaling about it. And my soul wrote me a message. And the message was, choose the woman you are becoming choose her over everything else like it's the most important message and so my soul guided me to rip that little strip off and i folded it up and i put it in like my little medicine bag necklace pouch thing and it stayed there um just it was for me only it was really my message to myself to always come back to to always remember and um it stayed in there for years and anytime I would get confused or feel like I didn't know which direction I was going I would pull that out and read it and it would just like attune me and align me with my north star with my soul so fast forward several years. I mean, I probably wrote that note in maybe 2017. And then in 2021 or 2022, um, I was in a course called Wild Voices. Um, Actually, my producer's wife, Asiera. So Ayla's wife, Asiera. Um, she's a vocal activation coach. And so she had invited us um, to, um, she invited us to go into the creation of a song with like the message of our soul. And so I just immediately knew this was the, this was ready to be birthed into a song. And so it started coming through right then and just evolved into what it is now. And it really truly embodies the message that I am here to um, stand for and to invite other women into doing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Before you go on, I just love it so much. I'm like, whoo, yes. And even 
you spoke on that song, those exact words is in that, cause that's what came through the soul journey journaling. Cool. Yes. Oh. And I was really scared to include that because it's a really strong statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really strong. Like above, above your job, above your family, like literally it needs to be uh, right at the top. Yes. Oh. Yeah. It's so good. Amazing. Okay. I'll let you keep going. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah. So I feel like, I hope I shared everything that that song desires of me to share for now. So, um, well, sorry, before you oh, keep yeah. going, I guess yeah. what, what's coming through is this just feels so timely. I know mm -hmm. that for myself and so many others, we're being invited to like this phrase, raise your vibration feels so old to me. And yet it keeps coming back, like raise our frequency, sit taller, stand taller and embody the truth with the capital T, which is our soul and no more compromises. And the only way for us to live out our dharma, our purpose, but also just our greatest joy on this planet is by being in alignment with that. And so for, when I was hearing it today, I was like, wow, this is, this is the wisdom that I've been like knowing it's, I need to embody this even more, you know? So it's perfectly timed. Okay. That's all I'll say. Now. Oh, that help. That's helpful because um, that just opened up a little bit more that wants to be shared around it, and that is like for you, what that helps you feel into is the no compromising, and for me, it's different. And I love that for each woman who receives it, it will be it will be whatever it needs to be for her. For me, good Lord. Like I, my life's, my life's work in the gene keys is um, distraction, the gift of enrichment and the city of intoxication. And so my human loves to stay small and stay safe and, distract myself and run away um, from from my higher self just I mean the battle literally I've been on the battlefield with this for so many years and I still am so this song to me is something I can listen to every day it can be my medicine every day to just help me choose to stop with the pattern, stop with what's not serving me, stop with just honestly, um, on my, my bullshit excuses and whatever, just all of it. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Humaning, being human is exhausting. And it's, it's always going to be there for us because we always are going to be refining. Yes. You know, maybe self-sabotage comes through as like a really big thing at one point, but then down the road, it's now just these smaller things of just scrolling too fucking long on Instagram or 
like even getting on it in the first place or just opening my email app one too many times. It's like these little self-sabotage distractions to just be like, to keep me from just being present in life or focusing on what I need to focus on. So I love that. Yes. Yes. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) self-sabotage. Really a master at that. (laughs) Um, But like you said, getting better um, and the refinement process is real. And, you know, we were so supported in it. And spirit will, you know, plunge us into the depths of hell over and over until we (laughs) stop. Yeah. And hopefully, yeah. Okay. So that is choose her. And yes. Okay. Willow River. Oh, this song is, has such a sweet, sweet spot in my heart. Um, so some of you who know me know that I had a farm, um, and for, I lived there for a couple of years. I just sold it a few months ago and, um, a couple of miles from the farm, there was a trail that went along the river and I would hike this trail almost every day and like halfway, um, through the trail, there was this offshoot and I would follow it down to this huge rock. And every day I would go and I would sit on this rock and I would receive downloads and I would pray and I would just commune with nature. Um, And I was really, um, really in the practice of developing my relationship with the elements. And so one of the things I would love to do is sing to the river, just share my vibration through my voice with the river. Um, And this tune, this melody is what would continuously come back to me all of the time. This is what I would sing to the river all the time. So, um, yeah, just when I was in collaboration with my producer, Ayla, he was like, do you have any songs that don't have any lyrics that you could just like sing? Um, and I was like, oh, actually I do. So the river sound is from the rock, me recording it from the rock. Um, it's the sound of Willow River. Um, and yeah. That's, that's the story of that song. How sweet. I was wondering when hearing that water, if it was like a digital or <laughs> if it was real and that's really special. So cool. And I know, uh, I was actually in Glastonbury last summer, this past summer with Osiera, which is Ayla's, um, wife. And she was sharing about how like, you know, nature will sing through you. And nature will it be, you might be surprised by what comes through. And that's what it reminds me of is like you were singing the river's song and just letting your, you be a vessel for the river to sing through you. It's so amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, 
that's how that's how it feels and it also feels so oh what's the word um almost like exhilarating to tune into the idea of like well geez if that's the sound and if that's the song of willow river then i could go anywhere and sit with the spot sit with the nature and the environment and hear and just yeah let be the vessel so invitation for all of us yeah um mm, third song in the arms of the mother i feel like that was the first song that came to me after i birthed my first album so um that's like the best part is once we birth something that makes space for more um and I'll, i have a story about that i'll share it at the end of um this but okay so in the arms of the mother that came through just in the spaciousness um that was created from birthing my first album and that song holds so many messages within it. Like, I think it was first birth from me just like wanting to get out of my head and into my heart. And also just literally hearing the call of Gaia saying, like, I've, I've got you guys, like, please just relax, like sit down and breathe. <laughs> um and like sit down put your back up against the tree and relax and let me hold you um and then I was also you know just it was it was a call from the feminine a call from the mother and it was it was um it had to do with like how society how well, a lot of humanity, when they think of God, they think of, you know, a masculine energy up in the sky. And it's like, okay. And there's a feminine energy too. And we are living in her and we get to create with her. And, and um, yeah, so lots of different um, layers within that song of, yeah whatever um, whatever it wants to be for somebody. And I know there's so many people um, that have mother wounds. And I've been, I actually, um, I've been told that I really trigger people <laughs> with mother wounds um, because I hold such a like mother energy. Um, and so it's also an invitation for people who have like a damaged relationship with the feminine, a damaged relationship with their, with, you know, that have a mother wound to just um, allow the mother, the divine mother to show up in their lives in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yes. It's again so timely. This message needs to come to our planet in an even a bigger way. 
because it what will literally provide peace within us we we as humans are like spinning and spinning and spinning and going and going and going and it's like and even when we have emotions it's like there's all these modalities there's all these healing practices now and then of course there's the plant medicine there's so much out there to heal to connect to drop in but literally what you said you can put your back up to a tree every single day to to also just be in the arms of the mother and truly let yourself receive that and there's so much medicine in just that so yes to this song being an invitation to people to to of course healing the mother wound that they have experienced here with their birth mother but in that reconnect with the true mother the one mother the divine mother because our birth mothers are humans also going through their, you know, human shit. And then we get to, oh, there's like a real unconditional grace of, of the divine mother, which is represented by earth, mama nature, you know? So that's my two cents, which I don't know if you wanted my two cents. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I just love it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, um, yeah, I was just getting a vision as you were talking of um, really, really the invitation of that song is to reconnect with the earth. I mean, really, that's it. It's um, it's the disconnection from nature and from the earth that is causing so much suffering within humanity. So, yes, all of that. And, oh. Even just moving into the energy of come closer, I feel like a contraction <laughs> and like a, it's definitely by far the most vulnerable song I've ever shared. Um, the song Come Closer is a song to my beloved. And I, it's, it's a very literal song. Like it is the literal visions that I've been getting to spare feet on um, on like red dirt or like red brown dirt um, and the connection of like my heartbeat um, and me just it's been this weird thing of me knowing that our voices have something very I don't, I don't, there's something around our voices. So I know I'm going to know who my beloved is by the sound of his voice. Yeah. It's just always been this weird knowing. And then, um, and then this vision of like, the more I step into my embodiment, the more I share my voice, whether it's, you know, on podcasts like this or um, just I being out and stepping into my light more and more, um, <clears throat> I I will just be able to be found, <laughs> you know, um, coming out of my my hiding. Um, so, yeah, uh, that song is like my siren call to my beloved. Um, but you know what, the reason I decided to share it, because like I said, it's, it is very vulnerable and I 
kind of would have preferred not to put it out publicly. Um, but I decided to share it because I know there are so many sacred unions that are about to be formed. And I know there's, Lord knows, there's so many um, sacred sisters that are calling in their beloved and vice versa. And, and so I know it's going to be relatable <laughs> for sure. Yeah. 100%. And because I'm so passionate about the return of the sacred family, which to me is represented by the divine feminine masculine coming together in however that shows up for you. I'm just speaking generally. Um, I just see the power that can happen when you merge with your beloved. And so, like you said, it's like, you're putting this out there, of course, vulnerably for yourself and for your beloved, but I'm already, when I was hearing it today, I was like, I'm already literally visioning so many people in this prayer <laughs> through this song. Like it's the song is the prayer. And, and there are so many people also calling in their children and the frequency that, you know, the frequency that we need to be at to call in our beloved to call in our children, but also the divine timing we have to surrender to. It's such a process and it's such a journey and it can be debilitating in a way because it is so it's the depth of our heart. And when I heard it, I just, I was crying and crying and crying and crying because it's like permission to expand my heart enough to sing that prayer knowing that I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know when it's going to happen, but just to be brave enough to be in the prayer. And that's what I think, you know, again, magnetizing in your beloved or magnetizing in your dream or magnetizing in your children, whatever it is, like requires us to be so vulnerable in cracking open our heart. And like you just said, there's something about this of using the voice to call it in, sing it in, pray it in. Because when you use your voice, it opens your heart and it is the most vulnerable thing you could do because you're like, I'm going to sing this. Like <laughs> that's different than just writing it down in your journal and not showing anyone, even singing it on your own. It's your, I, I, I don't know, until you do it, you don't get how vulnerable it really is. Mm -hmm. um, so I just, I'm, I think it's like the best song in the world. I'm just like amazed by this song. And what an honor for you to let us, your soul fam, and anyone that hears this story to witness you in this sacred, vulnerable process of calling in that person. And just, yeah, just honoring all the courage it took to put that out there. <clears throat> Thank you. Um. Yeah. And I just want to reiterate that that song absolutely, um, the intention of it is not just for the beloved. It, it is for the sacred children. It is for, um, it's for whatever your soul has dreamt up for you that you want to call in. Oh, 
that's what and the crazy thing about that song is I literally cannot sing it I can't play it I can't put you know play it on the radio or play it live I cannot sing and play that song unless I am in a receptive state it won't like I if I'm feeling closed off like if I'm not feeling like I want to call in my beloved I can't sing that song <laughs> so it it um it requires a receptive um softening and opening that song does so yeah so potent love mm -hmm. thank you mm -hmm. um and then the last song oh um Kyalea. and I have to thank you so much for being a yes to me putting this song on um this song is um was and is a gift to you and Michael. Kailea is your daughter, your future daughter. Um, and to just have gotten to be in, in the experience of you guys calling her in and preparing yourselves for her, um, I have gotten to feel her. <laughs> And she is one of the most powerful energies I've ever felt. Um, and that song, that song came through in Kauai. And Kauai is such sacred land um, and is such a huge part of yours and Michael's union. It's where you got married and um this the story around how it came through is that the actual melody has been with me for years and sometimes a melody will it will be with me for years and um I won't know if it'll ever turn into anything more uh but we, you and I and a few other women had just gotten to experience a really private, intimate women's retreat on the land of Kauai. And um, this was the very last night and everybody had left um, except for me. And then um, I was staying with our friends um, and they had planned to go out to a concert that night. And so I was just like, cool, I'll stay home and get some chores done, which you can hear in the background. Um, and uh, I was playing and I was, and I wanted to like sing to the land. I wanted to like offer the prayer of a song to the land. And so I was singing that and I really wanted to sing something Hawaiian. <laughs> But all I knew was aloha and mahalo. <laughs> so I um, I was singing and then I was like, wait, I know another name that's Hawaiian, Kailea. And so I just started singing it. And then I was like, oh, this actually, I think this this melody has always been for her. 
And so I took out my iPhone and put on voice memo and pressed record. And that is what you're hearing. That is the the version that got put on the album because it was so pure and it was com- coming through that that was in the transmission of it. And also it was very important that just the energy of Kauai was a part of the recording too. Um, so I, I knew like, even when I went to went in the studio and Ayla was like, do you want to try to re-record it so that we're not hearing the background noise? And I was like, nope, I just want you to take it and see what you can do with it. So he took it and he did what he could with the background noise and put a, added a little reverb to my voice. And you know what? It's so raw and um, yeah, just in its purest form. Then <laughs> I get home and I'm like, okay. So I get home from Kauai and I'm playing this song and Bodhi's like playing in the living room and he's like, who's Kailea? And so I was like, oh, it's Michael McKenzie's daughter. And um, and he has his own connection with this beautiful child that <laughs> is coming to us soon. And so he was like, well, I want to help, you know, write the song and that's the thing is like it was just Kailea over and over I was fully expecting to like bring it home and receive the verses and like more lyrics um so what you're hearing at the very end um which is like the secret debut of Bodhi (laughs) um on the very end of the album is us really just in in the listening of a of a living a living prayer, a living song. And as she arrives and as she grows, I think there will be many verses to that song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you know how you said Come Closer was so vulnerable for you to put out in the world? It was like, I contemplated being like, just kidding, never mind. I don't want that out there. Or, or if it gets out there, like with this Kailea song, I was thinking, let's not talk about it on this episode today. Let's not tell anyone that this is her name. And even like right before I walked into the room to record this with you, I was like, Michael, are you sure we should let everyone know what her name is? He's like, just go in there. He's like, everyone's going to find out eventually. And it's not about them knowing her name or not. It's just like the vulnerability. And yeah, I mean, this was such, this gift that you gave us through this song is so emotional for me. And especially because, well, you were on Kauai at the base of Kalalea, which is like the mountain that's a pregnant goddess where souls come into this earth that's where they are known to come into the earth so you sang this original song right there and I love that you just kept it the original audio because you like I think two times I could hear something but it sounded like a like a thump thunder or a drum or something I don't know like it was just so 
um, you can barely tell. And I was, I, yeah, so there's that. And then you came to Maui for Christmas this last year. And you told us that you did this thing with Bodhi, which is he's seven, right? Seven or eight. Uh, he is about to turn nine, but he had oh, just turned eight, I think, at okay. the recording. Okay, cool. So you told us that that you did this thing and you were like, can we play it? And Bodhi was like, no. <laughs> he did not want to be around while we heard it. And um, yeah, I just remember like listening to this track. I was like, okay, you got to send me that. Cause I was just dying. Michael and I were like crying when we heard the, the song for the first time, but also, oh wait, I need to tell that story too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you show us the actual song first in Kauai and then we got back to Maui and you showed us the Bodhi version? Okay. Yeah. So, so we were actually in Kauai together for Christmas and we get to the airport and they're like, your flight's canceled and we can't get you out till like a week from now or something stupid. We we're like, oh, hell no. Get us out of this power portal. We've had enough. We've had enough this time. We're going back to Maui. <laughs> and, um, Anyway, they were able to get, or we booked a different airline to get out the next day, but Kauai did not, was not going to let us leave that day. So we're like, this is weird. Why is this? So we end up all going to the beach. When we get in the car, you go, hey, so I know now why Kauai wouldn't let us leave. It's because I needed to play you. I needed to show you this thing. And so you plug it into the car as we're driving, literally like past Kalalea and at first, I thought you were singing to Kalalea. I thought you were singing to the mountain. And then I like look at the, the TV and I, or the TV, not the TV. I look at the screen of the car and it says Kailea, which is our daughter's name. And I'm like, wait a minute, she's singing Kailea. And I just look back at you and we're both crying. And, we're, and Michael's like, you didn't, you did not do this. It was just like such a huge moment. And yeah, just the best gift we've ever fucking received. So yeah, special. And then we got back to Maui and Bodhi refused to let us listen to it while he was in the room to the point where later when you said, Hey, like I'm thinking of adding Bodhi's portion on the album. I was like, Oh my God, don't do that. Bodhi will be pissed. <laughs> you were like, Oh, don't worry. I talked to his soul. He's a yes. <laughs> it's just, it's the most heart opening, precious thing and I remember when you played it for your mom for the first time and we're what I'm watching her reaction and she's crying and it just it's so sacred and you said I think Kailea needs us all to sing her in like she like sing her in and so today we woke up and we're like okay the world is gonna be singing this now and I when I had your headphones in I was singing all you know with the songs without really thinking about my voice or how loud I was because I had my headphones in. And so I got into the office later and Michael was like, I've never heard you let yourself fully sing it like that. Yeah. And that was like, and yeah, it's just so special. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And yeah, we love you. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, I remember I was feeling you wanting to back out. And so I did ask, I was like, I know she's second guessing adding this to the album. I was like, uh, I'm not even going to check in with her because I, part of me was like, going to say, are you sure you like, are you for sure? Yes to this. And then I was like, no, I'm not even going to give her the <laughs> Both Bodhi um, and I didn't get the option. <laughs> No. Yeah. And I just told Bodhi last night and showed it to him and he was, <laughs> well, no. he was like excited, but also like really scared too. And he was like, you don't put like the creation of a song on an album. You put the song on an album. And I was like, oh, well, actually, <laughs> like sometimes an artist will like sneak a little bit of the process in for fun. And he was just like, he, but he, he was excited. He's like, wait, so is my name on the album too? And I was like, no. And he's like, what? <laughs> so he was definitely torn, but I, you're right. I did ask his soul on, on a soul level. He was a yes to yeah. me adding this. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so cute. And just the purity that came through him. And then I just love it when he was like, no, of the earth. It's not a, not a gift to the earth, but a gift of the earth. And just how protective he was already of her. One time we're in the car and Michael goes, Bodhi, when Kylie comes, are you going to be like a really good big brother to her? And he just looks down. He's like, I don't know. And we're like, what the heck? Like, why is he, why is he not like a full yes? Like, come on. And then we heard that, you know, that he, the way he sang about her or set talked about her the next day on the, on the audio. And we're like, oh, it's because he doesn't want to be a big brother to her. And then I was just like going down the fairy tale. I was like, Bodie and Kylie are getting married. We're going to play this at their wedding. You remember Michael's reaction? He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, we are not marrying our unborn daughter yet. Like, this is too far, you guys. <laughs> so true. The protective masculine. He was like, hold up. It was so cute. <laughs> I did not approve of this yet. <laughs> so cute. Oh, my gosh. Wow. What a journey. Um. Is there, what else is on your heart to share about this album? Any prayers you have for it? Visions you have and just dreams you want to speak out for the world to hear as this album makes its way out into the world? I think um, I will just keep it simple and succinct and my intention and my prayer is always to just assist in the opening of humanity's sacred heart. So may this album and may these songs just be medicine and just, yeah, help soften and open um, the hearts that, that hear it, that are meant to hear it, you know, um, really, I just want these songs to reach the people who 
who are meant to hear it, hear it. So. Yeah. Beautiful. Do you have any intentions of doing anything live? Is that your jam or do you more just like recordings? Just curious if you're going to be doing anything like live this year or hopes to. Uh, I have been getting a vision of um, taking cacao ceremonies and taking my music and just holding small, intimate cacao ceremonies um, with my music being the, the way that we journey. And the intention of, of those gatherings, those ceremonies are um, really to help stir um, the contemplation of the participants uh, to sit with and to receive guidance around their own mission, their own medicine, um, and coming more into alignment with their highest potential in this lifetime for the highest and greatest good of all. Boom. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Oh, so beautiful. Well, I can't wait to see that, witness that, participate in that, and just love you. So proud of you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Do you want to share with everyone where they can find you online, Instagram, and Spotify? Uh, my Instagram is at Rhiannon Sacred Heart. Um, and then on Spotify and other streaming platforms, um, it's Rhiannon, all caps, um, because that's all that was available. <laughs> um, I love it. It's awesome. And there's many, many Rhiannons on there. So it's kind of, you have to, you have to sift through. So um, it's helpful to type in Rhiannon, all caps, and then, you know, the name of one of the songs or the, or the album title. So in the arms of the mother. Mm-hmm. And your first album which is stardust yeah oh my gosh and that one is just so amazing too like seriously you have i'll put it in the show notes so that everyone can find rhiannon and she also um mentors and coaches and has many offerings so make sure you reach out if you want to connect with her more and um both in person or online where you're located in hudson wisconsin Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're celebrating you, loving you, and thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yay. All right. Bye, everybody.